British Touring Car Championship hailed from the greatest racetrack in the world this past weekend. Home of Scottish Motorsport, Knock Hill. Deep in the heart of the barren wasteland that is Fife. It's a beacon of light in the otherwise hellish landscape around that part of the world. Wrong side of the fourth. And it's uh, horrific weather, as always, at Knock Hill. So we've got a, a pure Scottish experience this weekend. Some good racing, some crashes. What to talk about? I'm joined as always by Tom and by Nick. Welcome again. Hello. Hey, that was your best intro ever. That. Yeah. Really hit home. It's quite easy for me to talk down on Fife. <laughs> so <laughs> that was pretty tame for what normal comes out of my mouth about those people across the war. Um, okay, moving on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the, listen to some Falkirk podcast about that. Anyway, so British Touring Cars was back at the weekend, and uh, we had a couple of bits of news going out in the weekend. Rob Huff was in for Team Hard for possibly one round, potentially another round later in the year. He's on a is it a TCR tour? Oh mm-hmm. yes, TCR will tour. So he's doing that, but he joined in for one weekend and was pretty decent. Considering he's not driven one of these cars. For me, it was pretty decent. Mm. But it showed how competitive and how difficult and how unique a BTCC car and field is. Because this is someone who can win races on, well, the the now defunct WTCR, the World Touring Car Championship. And then they've got this sort of half version for this year, TCR World Tour. He's a former world champion. And you can't just rock up with that those credentials and win a race. Okay, he's in the hard Cupra. Don't be too harsh. But then Lloyd whooped him all weekend. Yeah. But uh No testing though. So that is Yeah. The massive I was gonna caveat. say it's um he did better than any other rookie, I think, who's come straight in. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for a one off with no testing, no nothing. I would like to see him return. Mm. Um I'm very surprised he took the offer. But then listen to some of his interviews, it's a he's made a very good point, which is he's with Audi. Yeah. And uh, Audi has pulled out of all motorsport apart from Formula One at the end of the mm-hmm. season. So there'll be no uh, Audi touring cars or GT3 cars that are like uh, produced anymore. They'll do some after-sales support. I don't believe uh, they'll have any works drivers on the con- on contract anymore either. It's a big shift in motorsport, actually. Yeah, I like what you said as well. You said if I, I'd just be sitting at home watching it, so I thought I might as well be here driving in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang I'm on assuming a minute. he wasn't paid for it. Yeah, does that apply to me? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. He's he's been very vocal in the past, actually. And I should look at the quotes before and about how he loves BTCC, but it's not like he, you know you get paid to drive elsewhere. But he mm-hmm. you have to find the budget, and then from that budget you take a wage. It's a different model. So yeah, um, whether it, uh, yeah, it might be just a, a freebie deal. You're right. Yeah, I think that kind of just led to the departure in Nick Hamilton being confirmed over the weekend. Mm-hmm. There is going to be a spare seat in the next round, but I don't. I think all signs point to it's not going to be him. Strange no. that. Why is there like no formal departure message? Unless I mm. missed it. Yeah, it doesn't appear to have been an official announcement as such. Just oh, oh yeah, uh, that guy left. <laughs> yeah, that's just, really weird. Which is a, a bit out of order, I think. Hmm. I'd love to know what's there, going on there. There will presumably be someone in that car for the next round because they can forfeit the TBL if they don't. Yep. I mean, I'll have a go. Get Bobby Thompson yeah. back in there. 
<laughs> exactly. The, the Bobby Thompson one confuses me because their statement said he made all financial commitments and all racing commitments, and you're like, oh, why did he get rid of them then? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> he did everything yeah. you asked, so there's obviously something more there that we, that we don't know about. Uh, Barry Plowman's though, back at Team Hard after his one race visit to one motorsport. Had that in commentary. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah, he was wandering around in the back of shot in the hard merchandise, so wonder what's going on there as well. It's all going a bit weird, but we don't know, mm. so it's not fair to say too much, I guess. Yeah. And a bit of bad news before the race as well, because Neil Brown, the uh, engine builder, passed away over the weekend at 74, or that's last week I think he passed away. And that's a name that you hear a lot around British motorsport, and it's uh, sad to see him, him go as well. Quite soon after, uh, obviously, Steve Neal passing away as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very closely the linked as well because, uh, what was it, they, he provided the engines for all six of um, Team Dynamics, well, sorry, World Championships, British Touring Car Championship wins. Yeah. Yep. Still provides uh, one motorsport with an engine. And is it Westbury Racing and one and um, Toyota as well? Uh, yes, it is Toyota's of this year. Yeah. Um, but also, outside of BTC, he had the Works Audi DTM contract when those engines were V8. Yeah. Which is a big deal um, in the noughties and the tens and stuff. And then um, Gordon Shedden did an interview, didn't he? Hmm. On the broadcast. Yeah, and yeah. he was saying how uh, allegedly well, one of the Goodwood meetings that he was racing with Neil Brown at, they were tuning these little Austins and maybe the Audi V8 was, was a bit late for one week because he was trying <laughs> yeah. to get out. Yeah, I thought that was a great story. Yeah, he d- does seem like a true just legend of motorsport in general. If yeah. if it's had an engine in it, he's probably worked on it. Mm. Very sad. But the company continues, hopefully. Oh, yes. Fingers crossed. So, into the weekend then, or the racing, and... There was a few issues in qualifying and practice with cars picking up damage on the curbs, and as um, Tim Harvey pointed out on commentary, they've actually um, reprofiled some of the curbs uh, to bring them back up to their original height, which I think like Ash Sutton, I think, had damper issues in practice because of that. Mm. So um, that was done pre... I don't know when it was done, but obviously since last year. So straight into qualifying then, and it was a drying session. Started off mm. wet, got drier, and it was also a top ten shootout. I messaged the wee group chat uh, after the first round of qualifying, saying this is going to be tasty because it was a right jumbo in the top ten. And uh, then Ash Sutton stuck it on pole oh, yeah. in a very Max Verstappen esque fashion by taking it by point zero zero six of a second from Josh Cook. Boo. No, no, no. He's amazing. <laughs> it was good to see, though, um, just how close it was. Was it three cars within under three hundredths? Oh, wow. That's mad. Also, the Sutton lap is a spectacle to watch. Yes. Like, the way he's <laughs> flinging it around, you know, fair play. That's incredible. It was just a lap to... Well, you know, I love No Kill so much because just a car on its own can, is, is exciting to watch around there. Oh, uh, yeah. And also, Rob Puff made the point of if he was hitting the curbs like he couldn't have BTCC car, the front upright would snap. <laughs> yes. So that's why I prefer the BTCC. One of the reasons I prefer the BTCC cars over a TCR, although not, I know they're not impervious. And clearly, we were just saying how you know, the dampers using practice. 
Mm. They can still take a bit of a beating. Um, the the Spice Girls brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Paul O'Neill. Paul O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he he said on the broadcast that he was up here for the TCR meet a few weeks ago, and there was just cars breaking down all the time mm. uh, at that. So he was expecting a lot of problems, but BTCC cars are made of strong stuff. So it was Ash Sutton, Josh Cook, Jake Hill. Hill was devastated. He thought he should have had Paul, but he was 0.03 off of pole position. Butcher was fourth. Ingram, Morgan, Moffat, Tucken and Chilton, Lloyd. So it had a really mixed up start. Started off dry for race one on Sunday morning. And um, everyone but Jelly, Huff, Dobo and Butel are on soft. Jelly thought that would give him the softs for the race three. And... Mm. Um, <laughs> the old Aidan Moffat strategy. Yeah. Yes. You don't do that, no kill, because <laughs> <laughs> the weather gods will screw it up for you. So Dan Robottom stops on track pre-race and he gets towed into the inside of the final hairpin and misses out completely on race one. Could I just interject with some Robottom stuff? Uh, in qualifying, mm. was he having a go at Halstead? And that interview was pretty spicy. Oh, he had yeah. Oh, did he? I wasn't sure who it was, but I believe it was Halstead. Uh, he didn't state in his pre or sorry post qualifying interview, but he did say the same driver keeps slowing down on track. Yeah, um, they said that in the qualifying package. Ah, okay, mm. did they to confirm yeah, it? They got robot my town. Right. So he had a, quite a bent forward, but I don't think yeah this whole start failure was anything to do with that. Maybe I don't know. Who knows. Probably not, but you never know. Yep. It's unfortunate that he had to park it there as well because they didn't get a chance to work on it till after the race. Yeah, that's ruined his weekend. He's, he's very up and very down, and he's never yeah. in the middle somehow. But it, this is unfortunate. It's definitely better than underneath, though. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. <laughs> T Team Hard does plenty of qualified drivers, even on this podcast. <laughs> so race start and Ash Sutton keeps the lead from Cook and Hill at, at the beginning of the the race uh, card gets round Dan Lloyd at Duffers Duffers I always call it is it oh, that Duffus? is the full name it is Duffers according Duffus to the track map oh uh, yeah I've always called it Duffers not clearly Duffers does sound better mm. but it's wrong yeah it's wrong <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Rory Butcher has a go at Jake Hill at the hairpin, tries to go around the outside for third because the yeah, BMW is at that point. Mm. Yeah. Local, local expert tried that move and then ends up letting yeah. Tom and going through. He did a really, he's the best qualifying of his season. And he looked quick, but that was a bad bad card placement, I thought, there. You just sort of, you just mm. have to follow him single file. If he's covered the inside, don't go around the outside. <laughs> we then see a rare mistake from Ash Sutton. On lap four of the race, going up to the chicane, he takes the first part of the chicane weird. It, it kind of yeah. clips the tyre slightly, takes a weird angle, and ends up bouncing him over the second curb at completely the wrong angle. Sends him out with a tyre in the gravel, almost spins it, bangs into the side of Josh Cook, and uh, Cook goes through to take the lead. I thought that was insane. I thought, here we go, Cook's on for the win, the much deserved win. After all the trials and tribulations of the year. 
Um, and it was also very Onashison like. I thought, oh, this is it. This is the moment he's cracked. Mm. Uh, I was wrong. Cook was really putting the pressure on him. Yeah, he was quicker at that point, wasn't he? Looked like it. He was basically pushing him around half the lap. And it was, you could see Cook attacking those curbs much more than Ash was. Yeah. Although there is a point later in the race where Ash tries to do the um, Rick Parfit line. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how he got away with that. That is is the Rick Parfit line, you're right. It is. And somehow got away with it. Um, Cook looked the most aggressive on those curbs, I think, all weekend. Out of every, the whole grid. Well, I thought Jake Hill gave it a go at one point, but we'll get to that. Uh, yes. Uh, Sam Osborne then hits his teammate, uh, Dan Gamish, just completely turns into him. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. He's trying to cut back, isn't he? Because he's lost position, is it? But it like just, there's yeah. someone fully alongside. <laughs> yes. His, his teammate. I was I very know, surprised that the wheels didn't fall off at that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean to be fair, it wasn't the greatest uh, start in the world, and lots of cars around. But yeah, you got to be a bit more aware than that. Mm, yeah, yeah, it was just a bit haphazard. I thought. Ash Sutton named Mount's little charge John Cook at Clark's, and uh, then Hill joins the party, and you've got three cars fighting. Hill sticks his nose up the inside of the hairpin at one point. But can't get the drive off the corner. It's getting very tight, and then it starts raining. Starts at the hairpin and quickly works its way around the track. Um, some of the back markers come in. You've got, I think, Chilton maybe being the first yeah. mm-hmm. to come in and uh, put, and then a bunch more to Ingram. Uh, it comes in as well. But uh, so- some teams are quick to change tyres and some aren't. Like the, some of the back markers could have done really well if they didn't go a lap down. Yes. Yeah. And. Uh, Accelerator too quick. Changing tyres for wet. As they yes. keep getting themselves disqualified. As we'll see in a little while. It happened to a mayor in the year, I'm sure. I'm sure Ronan Pearson, Pearson got disqualified. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was third as well, I think. Yeah. So it's fully wet. Ingram pits. And it's basically the front two don't. Uh, we've got Sutton and um, Cook. Cook still scrapping out for the lead. Sutton gets up inside the hairpin but can't keep the place. There's a run down the start from the straight towards Duffus and Cook shuts the door on Ash really aggressively mm. across the track. And mm. as soon as he did it, I just went, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. Ash bailed out and took the racing line and Cook tried to take turn one at a ridiculous angle. He had no chance of getting that round there safely. So Sutton sweeps around outside. Cook goes in at a funny angle. The car slides, straightens up, bounces off the side of Sutton, and he's off and into the tyres, which spoils his weekend after it looked really promising for at least a podium here. Yeah, it was very unfortunate. It was very lucky for Ash that uh, his car didn't get speared off the other way. But, um, yeah, it was a shame for Cook. Good to see him fighting, though, in that weather. Oh man, every time they went around a corner my heart was in my mouth, I just thought they're totally mm. going to spear off here Cook was driving a bit defensive and like you say Colin, very aggressive but you would, you'd think maybe the mindset might be, well I've got nothing to lose and Sutton has got everything to lose, right, in terms mm-hmm. of the championship so that was the right time to do it, uh, but I was also worried that when Sutton went 
wide at the chicane and had a slight oversteer and cut got the lead. They made contact, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I felt for certain, oh, no, that's knocked the rear out of alignment on the Honda. I don't know if it did or not. Uh, but from that moment on, he seemed to be in the lead and very defensive. And uh, But anyway, yeah. Slight rub at the wrong angle there. He couldn't even, like, it wasn't sideways enough to floor the throttle and bring it round, was it? It was just like, yeah. What He had no other option other than smashing into the barrier, sadly. Yeah. Well, that's just all there is out there as well, isn't it? That's. But it's anyway, not somewhere that people go off usually. So no, it's not. Plato was it 2011 <laughs> with Tom Baldwin? Did remember when Tom Baldwin won a race? But it was Maybe. he tapped Plato off into the barrier there, <laughs> and then got disqualified. Oh no, in fright. Oh, there's some weird thing where the wind stood, but he didn't get any points. Kind of weird. <laughs> 1999, Plato got punted off there. Ah, that's the so good one because it yeah. was on Twitter today. Ah, oh, was it? <laughs> so that's first the Nescafe Laguna. Uh, yes, it was a Renault, wasn't it? Yeah, the Green Laguna. Um, yeah, so they're too, so yeah, they're the incidents I can think. Of. Oh, David Leslie once rolled it at that car, and we can touch upon him in later. Is there a award now for <laughs> fastest lap for him in his name? Uh, yes, because it's the John Cleland Pole Award. Yeah, and he's never had pole at Knock Hill, which is quite <laughs> amusing. And then it's David Leslie's if his quickest lap in the first race, I think. It's something along those lines. It's hmm. good to see he gets a mention because David Leslie is a legend. Yeah. yeah, I know. What a great driver. I should say was a legend. Bless him. Yeah. So, um, anyway, Cook's car is not enough for a safety car at this point. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's a good point. Apparently not. Um, it's a bit weird, I thought. I'll, yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a few instances like that. Again, this weekend, even in the support races, there was a few dodgy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Taylor Smith tries to make sure there will be a safety car and punch the <laughs> light off. So <laughs> that, that, that was terrible. Yeah, that's that's great from Aaron. He's on a great running form of just murdering people. Uh, Croft, he had a few, uh, he had a few scalps that he took as well. <laughs> he didn't get a what? He didn't get anything for that. I don't think though. Um, I didn't see anything, but um. He was a lap down and he was on wets and Void was on dryers, so there is a Yeah, we didn't a see a clear angle. a big disparity, but still not great. No, it didn't look good though, did it? <laughs> no. Uh, oh yes, he got a one second addition to his race time. Ah, oh, okay. that'll hurt him. But officially that is actually for obtaining unfair advantage under yellow light signals. So yeah, I'm I was just sure going to say that that's the not. wrong thing. I've got the hmm. um, BARC website up with the mm-hmm. things. We'll, we'll touch upon that particular penalty in a minute. Mm. So there's still a few cars trying to uh, trying to stay out. <laughs> One of them is Jade Edwards, who Tom Chilton calls a damsel in distress after the race. <laughs> oh, I know. Do you know what? As soon as he said that, Lisa looked at him. Yeah, it was just like, oh. did he say that? Yes, and she, she did respond on Twitter. So. Did she? I didn't yes. see that. Amazing. She, she did saying that I'm no damsel and I wasn't in distress. Basically, <laughs> I think there was a gist. She was up to fourth at this point or something, wasn't she? On the slip. Yeah. Yeah. But I think uh, when the safety car eventually came, which. What, why was the safety car out again? Crusade! Crusade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crusade was off. Sutton was all over the place as well. Yeah, yeah it Crusade was. Crusade went off and that was eventually what triggered the safety car. He got stuck uh, by looks things. It wasn't like gravel. It was just like I had no grip on the... It must have been on slicks as well, on the wet grass, maybe. Yeah, was that on the inside of the... It was the Cook's car. No, no. Oh, was... no, no. It was that one, right, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so safety car. Can you put under a safety car on PTCC? I meant to ask this uh, at the weekend because no, I don't didn't see anyone do it. I think so, but we would have to watch the full race back. Well, Camish did, but that was for an issue. Hmm. Because Sutton didn't pit until the restart. And I, yeah. I, just, I just wondered, that's something I meant to look up. Well, he drunk off the race, he wished he'd pit a lap earlier and mm. said that he should have pit a lap earlier. So that implies that he could have done. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. John Cleland said he should have done. So that's a fact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the restart, Aidan Moffat is briefly a hero on the slick tyres for uh, <laughs> then. <laughs> When I saw him go off, I went, that's the most Aidan Moffat line ever. That's probably on the inside of a corner. <laughs> As he just goes completely off at turn one, which is a shame. Uh, kind of ruined his weekend there. Uh, Rory Butcher doesn't take the chicane either. And uh, there's a hit, was it? Oh, you've got it down here, it's Jelly. Was it, was sure it BMW? It was. Yeah. Yeah. So there's cars everywhere at that point. Moffat loses a chunk his car just on the grass and then Butcher is out again. Yeah, Moffat Moffat was crazy because when he first saw the damage, he's like, oh, he's smashed into someone, maybe Butcher yeah, or something. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, but no, he just hit a divot or something weird <laughs> on the track. You know, like into a golf bunker or something. <laughs> we are fond of them up here. Mm. Also, the first time I saw Butcher off, I was like, why is he not trying to get out of that? He's clearly not stuck in the gravel. And the car looked all right. I'm like, come on, man. He's get- Why is he getting out of the car? But then later on the safety car, um, they're trying to get it in like an access road. And yeah. <laughs> the wheels are pointing in opposite directions, aren't they? <laughs> I love the fact the marshal is actually pointing to him. Like, no, like, go that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really can't. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, so there's cars everywhere. Left right center. Daryl De Leon. He, uh, his weekend or his race ends as well with damage. He's bumped into the wall in the first sector, I think. Oh, my memory's terrible. Yeah, He's I out. can't remember where he crashed, but it was... It was under the safety car, I'm sure. Hmm. He pinned it. Which uh, isn't brilliant. So, the uh, safety car comes in, but... Well, uh, Nick... Can I just mention Jade Edwards under the safety car at this point? No. Oh, no? no? I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. So she's can't. on slicks, and she's re- the rain's come down a lot, and people can't get past her? Because it's safety mm-hmm. car. I think this was Chilton, the whole yes. uh, comment he made yeah. after the race was in reference to this. And I can maybe only think that the Aaron Taylor-Smith, Ash Sutton, mm-hmm. and Jay Kill all got some sort of penalty. Uh, they're not Jay Kill, uh, Stephen Jelly. All got some sort of penalty for gaining an unfair advantage during race one under yellow light signals. Yeah, that would make sense. And Chilton said that some people in front of him went past Jay Edwards under safety car. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't sure who. who. So we're, we're trying to piece it together there, but it, it could be that um, following investigation and viewing video evidence, you are guilty of contravening, contravening multiple UK general regulations. Um, so that, was they, ahead of all of these cars at this point. Was he? Uh, it might not be that then. I think it may have been the first safety car. Mm, yeah, that would be make more sense. Ah, okay. Uh, I think so, it was the first safety car because he lost a bunch of time and then recovered some of it. Right, theory out the window then. Sorry, but because <laughs> no, he's... you're right. You're right. It's just the oh, okay. thing. It was the other safety car. Right. Okay. But certainly, anyway, at the end of this wet safety car period, 
there's like the six cars on the road are way ahead. There's a massive, massive gap to then some cars behind that. Mm-hmm. Because I think people are stuck behind Edwards at this point. Mm-hmm. Be wrong. And also, I just want to pick up on the safety car. So they let some of the lap cars through, right? I think so. It was very confusing to keep up with the cars at this point. Yeah, because a load of cars, like half the grid or more, is a lap behind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what happened was they wanted to get Ingram to the front of the queue behind the safety car because he was the net leader at this point. So there was a load of cars a lap down ahead of him. So the safety car pulls over and waves him through. What I don't understand is why do you not let all of them through at that point then? Yeah. Why have you only let six of them through? Because then it's Ingram behind the safety car leading, but then there's a load of other lap cars, and the person in second is... six uh, cars down the lane, wasn't it? Six down cars of the lane, yeah. And then there's no blue flags. Brilliant. Uh, Do we know if there's an Australian driving the safety car this weekend, or... (laughs) Bring back back Michael Massey for the BTCC. He he was a sort of does out. But I don't know if the rules there were enacted in the right way, right? It could be that there's some strange rule where the leader has to be behind the safety car, but other lap cars don't matter. It's very odd. Jake Hill mm. certainly didn't have a moan about it after the race, but I, I would have been annoyed uh, because he might yeah. not have known some of the lap cars had been let past at that point. But Ingram was given a clean track and Hill wasn't. Yeah. I think yeah. Tim Harvey did make the point as well that there's no point in the marshals putting out blue flags because they haven't got a clue who's in what position. Well, yeah, that's not but, really good enough. No, I know. <laughs> it, just looking at it on screen, you were just like, I've got no idea who's where. But if they let all the lap cars through, you would. Yes. So it was bad for spectating, bad for viewers, and bad for um, Jake Hill and others. In my I'm opinion. A proper yeah. knock hell rain has just started here. <laughs> yeah, safety cars are just looking messy this weekend. Uh, that's probably about it for race one. Sutton managed to take seven for Ronan Pearson at the end of the race into the final hairpin. Post race, we get live shots of the roller failing to go under Tom Ingram's car. Yeah. So, mm. uh, Tom Ingram and Chilton are disqualified, which puts Jake Hill up to first, Andrew Watson second, and Ricky Collard third. Um, Sutton gets a penalty as well, which drops him behind Ronan Pearson. Um, now, as I understand it, they don't test every car on the grid after the race for the right height. Because I think uh, Paul mm-hmm. O'Neill did make a comment, well, if you had went down that full grid. Yeah. So I've got a feeling that means that they're only testing the front cars. Which... I think they're only obliged to test the top three. And then occasionally they will test a random car or two from the rest of the grid. Yeah. Which but... just does seem a bit strange. It is, it is. But that's an exceptional podium for Andrew Watson, who was brilliant mm-hmm. at Donington in the wet at the start of the year as well. He likes a bit of wet weather, doesn't he? Well, as we saw in fourth two, before that. He really doesn't like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, he was fourth. Yeah, so that's a great result anyway. But then, bonus stayed within the rules, snagged the second. Fantastic. Mm. But accelerate seemed to. This is the second time it's happened now. Mm. Raise your right height. Yeah, that seems to do it. I don't know why it happens. And again, though, we can say, oh, only to them, because actually, you know, every Cooper, for all we know, was... <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But Tom Ingram was praising him for an F1 style pit stop. But, um, Which was amazing. Yep. Take a couple of seconds, though, Tom. <laughs> Crank it off a bit. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. Mm. Uh, awkward interview for him. To, I think he just found out when Louise Goodman said something. Right? <laughs> yes, I know. He had that look in his eyes when she said about that, and he was just looked like, I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> but he handled it quite well in the interview. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ever the pro. Hmm. It brings Jake Hill back into conversation, no? Um, Ash mm. Sutton is the luckiest man in the world. After a nightmare race, yes. Dumb Hands defends six and ahead. He's a title challenger, gets nothing and has to start for the back for race two. That that mistake or that procedure, whatever, whichever way you look at it, has ruined the championship fight. Mm-hmm. Now, the right height's got to be good. That's the rule, so it's the team's fault. But, like, regardless of the scenario, it's gone wrong. Um, because it's it's not only taken away the points from Ingram, but like you say there, completely ruined the grid position for the next one. So it's completely changed the shape of the weekend and given certain more points in the, in the meantime. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, dear, oh, dear. Disaster. Uh, on the race two, then, we heard from Ricky Collar pre-race uh, how he's going to... He was going to race with everything he had inside of him and yeah, uh, go God. go fighting for the win and everything. Louise, no, Louise Goodman. Yeah, Louise is. Goodman. Oh, names, names this week. <laughs> Louise Goodman was pre-race. I was like, I know I sound like your mum, but when you see, tend to race with your heart, <laughs> it goes badly. <laughs> it's like, yeah. She's pre-warning him. I think even Rob Collard was outside the car, like, calm it down, Ricky. Mm. Um, but he gets a good start. Watson that was is nowhere it. in this race. Yes. Mm-hmm. Watson just goes backwards. Too. Yeah. He must have had an issue. Otherwise, that's just horrific. Um, so he, he gets past him at the start and uh, has a dodgy moment going into McIntyre's, gets passed by all the cars and ends up dropping down to the lower end of the point. Not before biffing people side, from side-by-side side contact. And... Oh, yeah. Was, was it this one where he nearly flipped it at Duffers? Um, or the next one. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, <laughs> it was later in the race. It was it? it was very uh, it was very odd behaviour. Yeah, it was a, it was a shame because he walked up going to McIntyre's, didn't he? Mm, and that just let yeah. everyone go past him. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Edwards is off. Uh, Sam Osborne continues to to put his claim on the new and eat title. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> there was a bit of a contact between those on the way up to the chicane and she is off uh, brings out the safety car but she manages to get back into the race at this point race restart and it was under investigation I don't think anything came of it but the restart was a, a bit convenient for Hill because his teammate yeah. behind Stephen Jelly was yes. about 25 car lengths behind <laughs> which held up Ash Sutton for a couple of Couple of corners at least. Yeah, two corners. I was just gonna say, if that was deliberate, <laughs> yeah. it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I kind of hope it was deliberate because if it wasn't, that is just even worse from Jelly. Yeah, yeah, right. It's so lackadaisical and off the boil mm-hmm. that you'd think, <laughs> yeah, it'd be terrible, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, Colin Turkington is anonymous this weekend. Other than every time we see him, something's going horrible wrong. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare. It went wrong in qualifying, didn't it? I don't know what happened there. And then never made progress. So that's championship over now. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And he was uh, the lead BMW going into this. So 
I know it's great to see Hill have some good results at this point in the weekend. Really, for the championship fight, probably would should have been Turkington. Anyway. Stop. Game over. Stop. We missed something out for race one. I know, I know. I was going to get to that for the end of race two. Oh, oh and it was a good yeah. one as well. We say it now and then edit in. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a yeah. one take show. Doubly watch. Doubly watch <laughs> was a uh, ninth. <laughs> Well done, him. Um, what reminded me it was that uh, it was George Gamble that buffed him off at the yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, previous mascot uh, put Tuckington off there. And uh, was he more positions? What about tickets past the, uh, the chicane as well? Going up to Clark. Camish gets up the inside of the Morganator. Yes, oh. that's what David Edison decided to call him at this point. And I was just like, where has that come from? I've, I've never heard, heard that before. No, I have. He's used it before. Might be oh. he's qualified something. But yeah, it's again, awful, though. It's, ter- it's so bad. Lisa, <laughs> her eyes rolled so hard they fell out of her head. <laughs> and rightly so. Like the Morganator and Cookie and Tingram and Robo. Oh, stop it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we'll ignore the. Like no other nicknames for now on. But anyway, the Morganator has to pull into the pack <laughs> for this with a, with a problem. <laughs> and uh, Josh Cook's making a great recovery. He's yeah. coming back mm. through the field. Ingram's behind him, but he's he's not making this quick. Um, Cook got past Camish and Clarks again, taking his aggressive line through the chicane. Uh, Ricky Collard takes to ambitious line the chicane and runs wide. At this point, so that might have been the one where he almost rolled it. Uh, not quite, no. Oh, no, <laughs> that wasn't the next race. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. it was really erratic. Yeah. And uh, Ingram passes the local boy, Rory Butcher, and he does Tuckington again. Doesn't really go anywhere. Huff just goes backwards in this race as yep. well, which you can kind of understand with his lack of experience. You never know. It might have been a free drive, but if you damage the car, you pay for it. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> Yeah, take away for Ricky Gollard. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the Fords were weird this race and for this weekend. You had Ash Sutton flying and everyone else struggling. Dan Camish was going backwards mm. again in this race after a, a tricky qualifying. Oh, yeah, I forgot a qualifying. He like, went sideways and then went across the grass at the chicane and sort of yeah. damaged the car, didn't he? And he couldn't take further mm-hmm. part. Mm. There's contact then between Camish and Tuckington and Collins off into gravel. Camish has broken suspension. Uh, I wasn't sure about that one, to be honest. No, I, I was hoping that... I say hoping that um, uh, Camish's suspension was already broken when he hit Turkington the second time. Yeah. Otherwise, it was a very severe Aaron Taylor-Smith-type kind of move. <laughs> well, that, my first thought was his suspension must have been broken for the first contact. Because mm. Camish isn't that kind of driver. Yeah, no, I I think that as well. So the steering's broken, do we think? I th- I think so at that point. But it fires Turkington off into the wall, which you don't see. Mm. That's a very rare sight. Mm-hmm. And we get a brilliant battle for the lead. Hill and Sutton. Um, oh, Hill yeah, mega. Just manages to hold Ash a few, off a few times. He gets better drive at the hairpin. Which saves them on a few occasions when Ash gets in 
gets on the outside to try for the switchback. And uh, Jake Hill manages to hold him off and puts himself right back into championship contention, I think, with these two mm. results. Do you think um, Sutton could have been a bit more aggressive but was thinking about the title? I don't, to be honest. Okay, fair. He was being aggressive. Um, mm. And I think if he was thinking about the title, he probably wouldn't have hassled him quite as hard as he was. Fair enough. But was, I, I do was, take your point. Yeah, this this is where Hill nearly rolled it at the chicane, right? Probably. I'm losing track of who was yeah. <laughs> up on the curbs over there. There was a point in this race yes. where he, he takes take the chicane and there's like a slow-mo mm. and you're like, oh my word, it's like Chris James. That was in the corner, <laughs> I know, but... yeah. It was so on edge. And just, I loved the way Hill was attacking that chicane where mm-hmm. no other BMW was able to do that. Yeah. No, there was uh, one BMW, it might have been Jellies, who was actually taking the chicane properly. Ah, like, okay. You saw him on every yeah. lap, like, just completely avoiding the curbs. Yes, yeah. that's what I meant. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. I'm with you. So, so, yeah, so someone was driving Hilti. around it. <laughs> yeah. For, for Hill to just smash it, that's... that's uh, and Sutton was doing the same every lap. Mm. I get it's it in so a front exciting. wheel drive car, but normally in a rear wheel drive car, you don't you kind of avoid it, but not Hill. <laughs> no, it was such a great battle though, considering that there was no overtakes between the two of them pretty much at this point. But it, it, you didn't care; it was well, so good to watch. That's what Formula One doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we have to have DRS to have overtakes. Sometimes a battle doesn't have to have mm-hmm. an overtake to be interesting. We're going to talk about DRS on the next race. Oh, F one. Because uh, there's a proposal going around about reverse DRS. Oh, yes, I saw that. that. Reverse DRS. Might be fun. Right. But that's for F1, which yep. is on holiday, so we will not speak of it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was Hill, Sutton, Steam Jelly took a distant third of this race, and he had Taylor Smith in fourth, which was a good result for him, and he didn't seem to hit anyone, which positive. <laughs> no, that is a great what, result. Watson managed to hold on to ninth. Despite his struggles in this race, Ingram got up to 10th, whereas Cook was 8th, and Rob Puff got points again at 14th. And? <laughs> I'm leaving that to you. This I forgot, forgot the first time. <laughs> Mikey Doble got 12th, another points finish. Good one. Exceptional. And Lloyd in 5th, that's superb. Mm. Mm, that is actually, yeah. Ronan Pearson then gets the reverse good draw. Number 7 gets pulled out by Jake Hill. Stephen Jelly, as we mentioned earlier, saved his soft tyre for this race, which is brilliant because the rain starts <laughs> too much before it. <laughs> so everyone has to start bringing the safety car, and it's a, I think it's a rolling start, which you don't see very often. No, mm. very strange. Jelly also had hybrid problems in this race, but he thought that the soft tyre would negate those. Oh dear. Yeah, it didn't happen. Uh, and Taylor Smith retires pretty much right at the start. Um, safety car... I think it takes six laps to go around. And uh, Ingram immediately gets past Watson. Lloyd and then we get Ricky Collard having a bit of a fight going down Duffus. Collard gets airborne in this one. That's yeah, the one I was thinking of earlier. And wow. uh, Ash Sutton manages to jump past him. Oh, because everything just works out for Ash Sutton this weekend. I, I thought that Pretty Toyota much. would be destroyed when it landed, but it's, it's clearly driving yeah. a Hilux, not a Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I thought that as soon as that hit the deck and then yeah. he went into another car as well, I think briefly, yeah. I thought that car's out of the race. Yeah. And he still <laughs> kept it going. He did. Hill is getting very, very close to his teammate, Stephen Jelly, which is a, is a 
the sign of things to come, let's say. And then uh, Nick yeah. Halstead bins it at turn one. It just goes straight, which is bizarre. That which is um, normal for Halstead, <laughs> to be fair. Is it bizarre? Yeah. I know, I know. But it was, it was like, did he have brake failure? Did he just walk up? Did he completely forget where he was? You know. I mean, <laughs> if you look up there, you, you're going straight on. And it is easy yeah, to do, yeah. but it's just, he, he does it every weekend somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah. There's just a couple of drivers on the grid who I just think shouldn't be there. And he's one of them, to be fair. You and Robo? Oh, no. Robot on the grid. Yes. Well, one of them the has gone. In um, I can't remember his name, but who left one motorsport? Oh, Will Powell. Thank you. I could not remember his name. I'm with yeah, you that, there, Both yeah. of those two. Yeah. For me. <laughs> yeah, he left under a cloud of um we won't get into that for fear of, uh, <laughs> of burning assets. money. Yes. Yes. Uh so uh there's a safety car, there's some overtake right just before the safety car, and I don't think did they get flipped around just prior to it? Um, Hill got back ahead of Jelly. But it yeah. seemed to be at the restart. Right. As opposed to behind the safety car. It wasn't clear though. Hmm. Well, Hill makes sure he's back past pretty quick at the restart. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> going down to the hairpin, he completely walks up an aquaplane right in the back of his teammate and drops them both down. Out either I think Hill's in the lower end of the points and Jelly's just nowhere. Yeah. Ruins both the weekends. And again, it's another meet where Hill is making progress and then he makes a mistake. Mm-hmm. To me, you might disagree. It looked like he tried to sort of. He could have gone past the stopped jelly immediately. Yes. But was he trying yeah. to then let him rejoin and carry on? But then he realized at some point, oh, he's not moving. And then he's got three penalty points and three place grid drop for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. There was a puddle on the inside yeah, on the end of that. And if you hit that puddle, you had no chance. Because I think Ronan Pearson hits it at one point. Mm-hmm. And it might have been when he let Sutton through for the lead. He hits it and just the car just goes straight. Yeah, you had you had to drive around it, and there's always anybody been a that there. hit it. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that hit it just had no chance. First time British touring cars were there in '92, there was a puddle there, <laughs> and it's been there ever since. Been there ever <laughs> since. Yes. Oh dear. Sutton get past Lloyd at Clark's. Nobody really fights that Sutton at this point. But yes, because he gets past Lloyd and then, as I say, he gets past Pearson for the for the lead at this point. Josh Cook is making brilliant progress back up through the field. Standard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jake Hill is recovering. It looks like he might gain some decent points and then he makes another mistake at the hairpin. It looked yeah, that, like he, his car broke down initially. Yeah, and then, that, that was a very odd moment, wasn't it? And then it turned out it didn't. He just yeah. drove off the track. <laughs> it just looked like it was completely ruined and had no grip and no suspension was broken or something. Oh, and yeah. He just, went, just kept going. Well, I thought, oh, it's definitely a puncher. Yeah. Mm. But no, it was just pure lack of grip from being off the track, it looked like. Mm, yeah. Cook gets up to second, he gets past Lloyd, then he gets past Pearson fairly easy. Uh, Ingram goes for the pass on Dan Lloyd at the chicane, but Lloyd covers it well. There's a bit of contact, and I think I thought that Ingram kind of backed out of it after yeah. that bump. 
Adam Moffat's making a brilliant recovery. Uh, he had throttle problems in race two, which meant he was down on power. But in race three, he's making some moves, and we're seeing him on TV. Yeah, he's looking good. And do you not think he's looking good last? He's looking much improved last sort of three rounds. Yes, yes I think definitely. So. And I think one, well. are, yeah, yeah, I think one are getting on top of that car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking time, wasn't it? Remember as well, they were doing that mid-season test, which doesn't help. Hmm. True. And uh, Dan Lloyd goes uh, sliding through a duffer step and uh, Clark gets past him as it takes the Patterson. We then get a little heartbreaking moment as Tom Ingram comes up on the back of the local lad, Ronan Pearson, who's gone for his third place in yeah. his podium. And um, Pearson does the team, the team job and pulls over and lets Tom Ingram go through. That must have been tough. But... yeah. If he's wanting a drive next year, I'm sure that'll that'll be a tick in the box for him. Yeah, I mean, he, he th- there's nothing else he could have done. Um, Ingram, if Ingram wasn't in the same team as him, he would have got past him anyway. I think just on pace, but you got to play the team game. As heartbreaking as it is, aye, but he's got his own sponsors there. Um, I I I assume so. Mm. I hope he negotiated a good deal in the process on track. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll, do, look I'll do it, but the next round is free. <laughs> yeah. It, it didn't look like he was told to move over or anything, though. It looked like Ingram stuck a nose down and he was just like, I'm not getting involved with this. I'm staying out of the way. Because mm, yeah. Ingram looked quite hesitant to go past. But the post-race with. interview made it sound like it was all asked about, mm. didn't it? It was very awkward, I thought. It was very Plato-esque. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> you know, I remember the time. Well, many times Darren turned out to pull over for Plato in in the season. Yeah, and it was very, it was very much like that. I thought. So race three, Sutton from Cook from Ingram in the end. There's a bunch of penalties that NAs want to talk about them. So I'm not <laughs> reading them. No, there was just a lot going on, really. <laughs> yes. So at the end of all that drama. Ash Sutton now has a 37-point lead on Tom Ingram. It was 6 going into the weekend, and it ended up being 37. Thanks to that disqualification, Ash, uh, Jake Hill is 50 points behind. Is, uh, no, it's over. Just, it's just over. hanging on in there. No. So we've got three rounds to go now. Oh, Mikey Dobble. Uh, yes, what did he get in this one? Was it 11th, I think? Yes. Yes, it was. Place. It was. Another good three points finishes. So he's... He is top of the Jack Sears Trophy standings, a point ahead of Andrew Watson now. So that's the title that we're going to be looking oh, at. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, of course. Good one. You've got a five-way title fight for that one. <laughs> Not the real uh, one. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, for me, it's just a two-way fight now. And Ingram's only just there. Yeah. So um, that's, your, that's your setup. Sutton's got to have a bad meeting somewhere for either of them to come back into it. Just look at the dominance this year because he's mm. had a couple of non-scores for crashes in the race three, and yet he's still this far ahead. Crazy. I know that there's a disqualification yeah. is what's really caused that, but um, if you think of it, Sutton's already dropped his scores. Mm. Now Ingram's dropped the scores, and he's far behind. So it's not yeah. Did you see the um, the interview they had with Ash at the beginning of the program, where nope. he spoke about how he, after last year, he thought, "Is there anything more I can do now? Back in front wheel drive," and he said that he studied Tom Ingram to see how he ah. was because he was the benchmark and he took more on board and that's helped him to get quicker this year. 
Interesting. I thought that was very interesting. Oh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, I suppose. Mm. I suppose he might have just added a few ex- extra little, you know, tiny sp- bits to his skill set. Yeah. He was already clearly on a level with Ingram, I thought, maybe, but maybe not. Maybe he didn't think that. Last year was still good. But yeah. This year's just so crazy. Isn't it? Grew his hair out a bit. He grew his hair out a bit, <laughs> combed it back. Used the word pointsy. Oh, well, uh, I just want to shout out to Dexter Patterson. Yes. Mm. Sixth position and got past Lloyd in the same car. Very good result. Mm. Didn't look out of place up there as well. He was scrapping. No. It wasn't like he was holding on to the place. He was uh, in there on could, I think he could have got Collard at the end as well, right? Mm. He was very close to Collard at the end. Young boys have done well this weekend. He's obviously in his second season now, mm. but... Mm. I mean, Ronan Pearson had a bright weekend as well. It is. For the Scots. <laughs> the Scots doing well. Well, some of the Scots doing well at home. Yeah. <laughs> others others not so much. So we've got three race meets left to go. Donington Park is next, 27th of August. Then we're on to Silverstone before the season finale at Brands Hatch. Donington Park will be the Grand Prix layout, which is something different for mm. us. Oh, true. And then... We also finish off with the Grand Prix later, Brands Hatch, in a couple of months' time. So we're on the home stretch now. Possibly a two-way title fight. We'll wait and see how Donny goes. But we'll be back with that in a couple of weeks' time. Nick, Tom, any more for you guys? No, I think that's it for me. Just an enjoyable weekend of racing. Probably the best weekend of BTCC this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a, a little subdued. Uh, that certainly wasn't. Get the sprinklers on the track at Donny. <laughs> uh, well, it's always yeah, it's always minus six at Donington Park, so that'll that'll do it. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. Right, we'll see you then. Thank you for downloading. Subscribe, all the usual stuff. And uh goodbye. See ya. See you later.